What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Believe in OK State podcast. I am Megan Robinson, joined, of course, by Justin Southwell and Eve Batoba and special guest this week, the runner owner of the OK State Probs Twitter and the Probs cast host, Keaton Hargett. Keaton, thank you for joining our show. Absolutely. Super excited to be here. Keaton, I got to say, man, there's there's a lot of purple and a lot of TCU stuff in the background. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of my family played college football and pro football um, okay. like all the way across the board. I'm not athletic, so I just talk <laughs> about it. But uh, my stepdad is in the Hall of Fame for TCU. Um, and, yeah, he played for the – he got drafted by the Colts. Uh, then he got cut shortly after. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I grew up kind of a TCU fan, I guess. I mean, I grew up right down the street from Fort Worth and everything like that. But – you know, family all across Texas. None of them played at Oklahoma State, so I, I decided to be an oddball and take that route. That's really interesting. So none of your family played at Oklahoma State. You decided to go to Oklahoma State. You're from Keller, Texas, right? Which is where I went to high school. That's my hometown yeah, right there. How in the world does somebody from Keller, Texas, whose whole family went to schools all over the state of Texas, end up liking Oklahoma State and going to Oklahoma State? Um. Well, so I, this is actually kind of funny. So whenever I was choosing a school, I was like, man, I, I want to go to a football school. And I guess maybe it just was the fact that I had a little bit too much knowledge because I looked at it and I was like, well, I'm not going to go to Texas, you know, and my dad really wanted me to go there. And then what is it? I go join the Colt down in college station, go to Texas tech where they just get stomped by everyone. And I was like, I can't afford Baylor. And I knew I couldn't afford TCU. They, they wouldn't give me any sort of discount. So I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm not going to go number one where I don't want to be wanted. And number two, I want to go to a football school where, you know, I can go and uh, root on the pokes and things like that. Wow. Yeah, Pretty hey. cool to be called a football school for Oklahoma State fans. Like that's it took a while to get there, but we made it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, whenever I was uh, growing up, I was a big Des Bryant fan as well. And I remember the first – God, this is so wild, so long ago. I mean, there's just so many random football highlights that I have as a child. But Oklahoma State always stuck out to me um, wearing this super bright orange. My, my dad, um, he actually went to college at SFA for eight years and didn't graduate. Uh, so for yeah, eight just years? And yeah, eight years oh, and did no. not graduate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you might Harry remember. Ellis you, is like, that's nothing. Do you still, <laughs> live, do you still live in Keller, Eves? No, I'm not in Keller. I'm actually uh, just north of Frisco now. Okay, so behind the Keller Water Tower, there used to be bounce houses um, set up in front of his yeah. Uh, office. Yeah, that was my dad's company. So he always threw parties. That was like his thing. Um, he yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that was my dad's company. Yeah, everyone knows that. Um, and so uh, he grew he grew me up a Texas fan. And um, I, I remember watching Oklahoma State one of the first times, and I was like, well, you know, do do we like them? Like I was very young. And, 
he was like, yeah, hell, like, hell yeah, we like him. Like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. We hate the sinners. So, you know, <laughs> go, go for gold. And I remember saying I was going to Oklahoma State. My dad was so excited for me. But at the same time, it was like, you know, I, I, I'd have to tell him and remind him, I was like, hey, you're not a Texas fan anymore. Like you're an Oklahoma State fan. Like I'm your son, you know. So it, so, it was a lot of fun choosing schools. So it, it, is he an Oklahoma State fan now? Like is he – yeah yeah so yeah he's an oklahoma state fan um he actually one, one of the first games he ever went to is the west virginia game back in 2018 was my first year okay. and uh if you want a really good story my so my the song i love this bar by toby keith right it's about a conglomeration of bars um my uncle had a bar that toby keith used to perform at in dallas and the girls dress up like movie stars uh across the street or whatever um, there's a strip club across the street from my uncle's uh, bar. So he brought him on stage years later. And he wore an Oklahoma State jersey, the Toby Keith, and he gave it to my uncle, right? And that's a long story. I'm going to bring it back around, I promise. No, no, I but he, so uh, he gave it to my uncle. Well, my 21st birthday slash going away to Oklahoma State party. He gave it to me and was like, hey, you know, keep this acre. This is from Toby Keith. He didn't want it. So whatever, however far you could take that. Um, but my dad got uh, – my dad was drinking pretty well. And he goes, hey, I'll meet y'all at the game. And he showed up in the Toby Keith, like worn on stage jersey. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like this, I was like, just like not the right jersey. He's like, none of your clothes fit me. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't mean you pull the one off the wall, dude. Like, but yeah, so he's, he's a big Oklahoma State fan. I love it. Okay. True, true test right now. Last year, tough battle with TCU, double overtime. Who was your dad cheering for that game? Yeah, so this is it gets confusing. That's my stepdad to play there, right? So my stepdad played at TCU, and uh, I was living in Daytona Beach, and uh, I flew back for the game um, to go to Fort Worth. I missed my flight in Orlando. If you've ever been to the Orlando airport, it's the worst airport you'll ever go to. Um, showed up an hour early, and I was late for my flight um, between parking and everything like that. I... Missed my flight, so I had to fly to Baltimore, spend the night there, and then I made it for what was it? It wasn't 11 a.m. kickoff, but it was like 2 30. Yeah, yeah, but I, I made it for that game. But my stepdad still roots for TCU. My stepdad's a really laid back, easygoing guy. Um, he's a defensive tackle, so he's really big, but um, yeah, so we we went and he rooted on the, the frogs. And I got a soft spot for TCU, I think they have beautiful uniforms. And you know, I'm, I'm dating a redhead right now, and so she loved Max Duggan. And loved Andy Dalton. So it, it, was, it was cool watching TC this last year. And it was awesome for the Big 12, right. honestly. No, nah, yeah, it really was, man. I've been saying for years, TCU has the second best uniforms in the country. Man, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have to take my bias away sometimes because, like, I, I look at our uniforms as the best ones out there, especially the new ones. I've been pushing for the throwbacks to come back for a while. But, man, the TC uni uniforms are just, like, stunning. Man, they, they catch anyone's eye, and it's very underrated. Well, I know we have to go on a uniform tangent. So you said 2018 was your first year? Yeah, 2018 was my first year at Oklahoma State. All right. So that was, if if you remember right, we're playing against Texas, and that was the first year for homecoming. We went full throwbacks awesome. of the 88. Uh, so that was a great year. And then you mentioned West Virginia, orange, black, black. Ironically, I'm wearing Shame. that combo right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah. good. But I don't know. Like, I – I share some of your sentiment as far as TCU goes, but what they were wearing last year against Oklahoma State with the the red numbers and all that, I can't get on. Yeah, board I don't with understand that. the red. I the red. The, yeah, the red was not. I'm it. not a fan of the red. No, uh, yeah. I, I don't understand why they go for that. And uh, you see a lot of these schools. What it's uh, there's Kansas, Oklahoma State. Uh, there's a lot of schools going back to this traditional look. God, I'm blanking on the rest of them, but a lot of them are rolling back with this traditional look. And, and I love it. I love it. I mean, I'm yeah. not taking anything away from the uniforms we had, and I love the combinations that we have. But at the same time, man, I, I just love the traditional look. And maybe it's just because, I mean, my birthday was two weeks ago, and I turned 26. And I was like, maybe I'm getting older, but, man, I love these jerseys. What day was your way. birthday? August 12th. Mine's August 11th, and my brother's is August 12th. Wow. Oh, my gosh. What were we doing? So, yeah, that's wild. So you partied all weekend. Yes. Yeah. I, Friday, yeah. Saturday, and then Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me go ahead and toss that one out there. But yeah, no, that yes. it was an awesome birthday. I love having an August birthday. I feel like there's not there's never anything planned. 
and it's right before football season, right before the school starts. I was like, dude, it's like an end of summer bash every single time I, I go another year around the sun. Growing up, though, I don't know if you felt this way or if you did this when you were in school. People would always bring in cupcakes, cookies, some treat for their birthday. And I always felt like because I yeah, don't don't bring a treat for my birthday. Because when I was in elementary school, we started after Labor Day. That's still how things work in southeastern Pennsylvania. Um, but I always felt left out because I could never bring cupcakes or anything in for my birthday. So then my mom being the angel that she is, she let me and my brother bring stuff in for our half birthdays in February. So, yes. Gosh, yeah, my mom didn't care if I if I got cupcakes or not, but I have three younger brothers, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, no, I got so because I'm August 11th, my older brother's August 12th. We always had separate parties. We always had separate cakes. It wow. Was, yep. Hey, that's major. My mom's the real MVP. People are like, you could just combine parties. And she'd be like, absolutely not. We are having, having different parties. Yeah, my mother would have loved that, having four boys. She would have definitely combined all four of ours if they were close enough. I love it. All right. So so I want to bring it back to OK State Probs real quick. Yeah. I remember it was either my sophomore or my junior year. So either 2010 or 2011. I can't remember which one. But I remember where I was. I was sitting in class in one of those auditorium-style classrooms at OK State. I remember getting a notification on my phone, Twitter, and it was, hey, OK State Probs just followed you. This was when OG Probs was created, you know, the one that ended up getting banned on Twitter, right, like way back yeah. then. And I remember just looking and scrolling through the timeline and seeing, you know, this is back when, you know, First World Probs was a real, you know, trending thing that people used to talk that about. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah, First World Probs all the time. And that's really what the, the Twitter page originally was. It was just... You know, yeah. OK State Props, hey, waiting in line at the Chick-fil-A line, OK State Props, like just all these things. And they would retweet a bunch of different people. And then it kind of just grew to become like, hey, almost like the voice of the Oklahoma State fan and saying a lot of things that people were thinking, but never really felt like bold enough to say online. And then it turns out one of my friends, you know, one day we were chilling in my apartment and he shows me his phone. He goes, check this out. And he shows me he was logged into the account. I was like, bro, you're 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 props. He was like, yeah, I'm OK State props. Uh, so you like, met Brendan? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> He's a great guy. I yeah, love but hey, that's my dude to this day. Till this day, that's my yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I talk to Brendan all the time. OK, I didn't know if that was public. I didn't know if that was something that we made known. Like I think it was private when they were running it, which made it a lot funnier because it's like, who is this guy? Um, yeah. But yeah, he um, him, it was him and then Will who ran it afterwards. Um, and yeah, I mean, he, he was a great guy. I remember the account was banned because it was originally OKSTATE probs. Yeah. But now I went and changed it, uh, to OKST because you can't use the other one because it's banned. I thought Elon Musk was going to unban it, but, um, he didn't. And it had like 30,000 followers. So that would have been pretty awesome to have. The page got huge, like really big at one point. Yeah. Why did it get banned? Really big. Um, I don't know exactly. So like, that's what I talked to Will about a lot and Brendan and I had never met Brendan from, I started back in, I guess, June of 2021. And then, uh, I didn't meet Brendan in person until the Bedlam game. Gotcha. So, yeah. I, but it got banned whenever Will was running it. And I, I asked and they were like, I don't know. Um, but I don't know. I like there was really no reason, and they they showed me all the different emails they sent to Twitter and everything like that. But no one would really get back to them and just kind of kick it around. And it, I don't know. It's really sad because like as Oklahoma State, you know, I feel like I, I, you know, I don't think people act the same way they do on social media as they do in real life. Right. But I think that you know these recruits that are young and they like the graphics and all that kind of stuff. I feel like those accounts really do make a pretty good difference in the fact of like maybe not choosing a school. But like showing the school off. Does that make sense? Oh, For sure. Cool. And to, okay, to clarify. So the OK State S T A T E props yeah. gets banned. It's it confusing. And then you did you restart, relaunch the OK? Yes. So I relaunched it from zero. From, and you're, yes. at, you're at 15,000 followers now. So that's not nothing. Yeah. I've gained 600 in the last week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's the effect of like school starting back up and kind yeah. of knowing your audience. What is really cool though is Twitter <laughs> is paying you now. I don't know if y'all know that, yeah. but you can get you can do monetization. They were fifty bucks the other night while I was at the bar. I was like, this is perfect. Bro, I, was like, I remember I used to get paid for every single reel that I posted on Instagram. 
Yeah. And then Instagram got rid of the pay option. So yeah. then I was like, well, where do I go? So I started putting my stuff on TikTok. I don't have a following on TikTok. So yeah, yeah Twitter's gonna be my next move. But yeah, I used to get you used to get a pretty little penny on, on Instagram too, whenever they were paying us. So yeah. Yeah. I I just started up uh TikTok away from my personal. On my personal, I had um I, I have a couple like three hundred thousand view videos, but I never really got serious with it because oh, wow. Yeah, but I never got serious with it because I I didn't really care to make like I'd, I'd make videos like of me like saying some dad quote while I was <laughs> definitely at Willie's Saloon and things like that. And so, um, yeah, I just started up one for the Probs cast. Uh, I got like 154,000 views on a Gundy video the other day, which was kind of cool. But I don't really know how it works. I feel like unless you're like really big on there, like you're not really going to get paid. And on Twitter, 15,000 might sound like a lot. But, you know, I look at all these other guys around the area and I'm like, how much are you getting paid? How much are you getting paid? Trying to see, you know, what the deal is. I guess I'm like a social media walk-on. I'm just doing it for free. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. literally yeah. Get paid, I, but whatever. Got it, it was, trade. Yeah. It was so funny whenever I I saw that people were getting paid because I was like, I didn't even think about getting paid to be honest. Like I was really just doing it because I love doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to turn on that monetization feature, Southwell. Come on now, what are we doing? And I was paying the $11, by the way, I had zero shame in it. And, it, you know, it, it opened a lot of doors too. you know, I started running Willie's saloon. Um, and then Coney Island, I started running their social media. Oh, wow. and I, cur I currently run uh, Post of the purpose social media and marketing. So it's, it's opened a lot of doors. And, you know, I kind of lead it the right way. And it's a lot easier whenever I have a bigger account, and I can kind of repost those because then it's not like I'm a sole social media manager where I'm looking for an audience and looking to find ways to get engaging if I ran like a cookie store in Fort Worth as opposed to, oh, I run OK State Probs. I might as well figure out a way to make some money off this. OK, so you're talking about these other accounts that you run and those are, you know, Willie's, Coney, they are businesses. The Post of the Purpose is the NIL stuff. So you have to maintain a certain voice to represent mm -hmm. that business and the brand. With OK State Probs, you are the voice of the fans. How much pressure do you feel to reflect that in the content that you put out? Um, to be honest, we were kind of talking about like Brendan and Will being anonymous. And I think that was probably a better option that <laughs> I decided not to take. Cause like, I definitely painted a target on my back. You know, I, wow. I have a large following and I, I can say and do a lot of things, but, but I, I like it to be honest. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say I was like the largest I guess, I don't know. I mean, I look at all these accounts and I want to be humble about it and not be like, oh yeah, I'm totally speaking for everyone. I don't think I speak for anyone other than myself. Um, but with all, I feel like I'm just hyper-focused and I, and I love what I do, especially going off the fact that I never really care to get paid for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun and, and I like, you know, being out there and representing Oklahoma state and, you know, for example, uh, maybe two years ago, I guess I, I, had been like spring of 2022, so maybe a year ago. I don't know. I was with my mother at Grape Fest, which is like a wine deal and grapevine. Everyone's drinking wine, whatever. And like two people stopped me to like because they I always wear orange, and they recognized me from doing OK State Probs and the, nice. the Probs cast. And yeah, and it was really cool. My mom's the, she's she's my mother's very orderly, and she was like, "You're you're an idiot." And I was like, "Why?" Well, it's my Twitter, and she was like, "No, because you're not getting paid anything." And so then I started picking up. And start trying to figure out a way to do ads and things like that. And I don't really care to flood things bad, but I definitely have bills. So, you know, I want to make sure right. that I I get something as well. For sure. Right. Yeah, you've had some pretty big guests on the props cast. You talk like Mason Rudolph has been on there. If I remember correctly, it was Tyreek Hill on there at one point. Yeah, I had Tyreek Hill on. Um, I claim to fame that I say in interviews, um, <laughs> whenever I'm like applying to corporate America, is I'll be like, yeah, I was the first person to talk to Tyreek Hill like live on a podcast about you know his time at Oklahoma State and things like that and you know Tyreek's a great guy and, and to be 100% honest if you actually this is actually pretty funny there Palomino's Mexican restaurant in Stillwater it shut down I guess fairly recently I was a bartender there for like three years oh, and wow. uh during the 2021 season um I I was really popping off with OK State props and bringing it back and things like that and and people liked it and I had an offer um, from this girl that I worked with and her boyfriend, they said they would drive me down to Lubbock uh, to the game. They already have the tickets paid for. 
they already have a room to stay. They'll pay for all of my food and drinks and everything. And wow. I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm down to do that. And I'd already gone to West Virginia. I've been to almost every single game that year. And so I was like, I'll just keep it going. And so that was on like Friday night. Well, I had to work Sunday morning. And so I put in our group chat, Hey, I'll pay a hundred bucks for someone to take my shift and no one took it. So I got fired and that's whenever I, yeah, but like the night before everyone was like, I'm not taking it. I was like for a hundred dollars, dude, aren't you broken in college? And so I, I panicked and I messaged every single Oklahoma state legend I could possibly think of. And by the time I woke up, Brendan actually blew up, was like blowing me up as I woke up in Lubbock, Texas somewhere. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, yo, check, check the DMs, check the DMs. And I looked and Tyree Kill said he was down to come on. And he, he was awesome. He was awesome. He also uh, caught me off guard because he canceled the podcast like three hours after we were supposed to do it. And so I woke up the next morning and I had interviewed that day. I'd done like Mayor Will Joyce. Like I had done a bunch of people yeah. and uh, woke up. Now, this is going to sound terrible because the 2021 season, I really like overdrank because it was like my last year kind of and like all this stuff. But man, I, I woke up hungover and I was going to Sonic. I was walking down the hall and Tyree Kill said, right now, let's do this. And I had like this crappy app on my phone where I could record audio and I got on it. Normally, I was going to prep people and be like, hey, man, super easy, like whatever. This is what we're going to talk about. And he was like, no. And immediately was like, what up? It's your boy, Tyree Kill, a.k.a. the Cheetah. And I was like, crap. And so like like a couple of the questions he was like not vibing with because we didn't communicate. And so like you can actually I think at one point you can hear the papers like ruffling because I was like, yeah, man, like what's your favorite bar to go to? Like whenever you were there, he's like, I don't drink. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, there's like four of the questions I had written down, right. like throat fumbling papers. But no, he was really cool. He was really cool. And 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 I love every single guest that gives me the time of day. Yeah, that is hilarious. I know that was like a long story, obviously. No, hey, I absolutely time. love it. Yeah. I, yeah. It makes me think like Justin Meg, we're we're slacking over here. We what, what, what are we doing? We gotta get like monetizing our stuff. We gotta get a whole bunch more guests on here. It's gonna start yeah. learning. Yeah, we're just learning a lot here. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it would have been better if I would have had Eves on there, but instead I decided to go out and, and it's really going to make me sound like an alcoholic. I promise you I don't drink uh, like I did in the 2021 season, but I oh, also man. feel like everyone here went to the, or loves Oklahoma State. So, like, I mean, I feel like you can kind of understand. I don't no, know. Senior year, whatever. Yeah. We, okay. we yeah. all went to college. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so before I ever get on that podcast, I just got to let you know, like, my name is pronounced Eve with no S at the end. I kept saying Eve's because of Eve's taunt. Do you get that all the time? Um, Eve Saint Laurent. Is that what you're yeah, that's what I meant. God, you're going to pronounce it like that, too? Man, well, I'm from Keller, yeah. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Give know. Give me a little slack here, man. It's French. It's French. Now, Can complete okay. sidebar. Are you wearing um, a base, the, the OSU baseball? Yeah. Jersey guys, we oh, should, let's go. should have coordinated this because we yeah. all have them. And I feel like this is a total missed opportunity and we should have communicated wardrobe yeah. before. Yeah. yeah, that would have been that would have been awesome. Yeah, I, I have so much. I'm telling you, like my entire closet is orange. Like my girlfriend, she did. She went to Florida State. Actually, she got her master's from there um, and she works for Texas A&M now. Um, she had oh. never been to. Yeah, she'd never been to Texas in her life. I met her working for NASCAR. And um, yeah, so she, that was the first place she ever went was College Station. But she jokes all the time because whenever she started dating me, I would I just wear it. Like, I, I wouldn't think about it. Like, I was just the clothes that I owned were all orange. And she was like, I think that's all you own. So for St. Patrick's Day this last year, she made me buy green shorts because she was like, I know you don't have any green right. or like any other color in your wardrobe. Just get that green OSU baseball cap that they wear on. Yeah, the I know, weekend. but it was too late. I didn't plan for it. She gave me like a 24 hours heads up and I was in Florida. Ah. If you have never been to Texas and the first place you go is College Station and Texas A&M at that, you will definitely think the entire state is just cultish. Like old yeah, state. yeah. She, uh, College Station or A&M specifically is the biggest cult in America. It's the yeah, they're pretty cult. wild. And, and, you know, I go down there pretty. I was down there this last weekend and I get in some great conversations with people down there. And, and I would say majority of them are like, we don't know. 
Like, we don't know why we can't win. Like, it's it's not like it was two years ago where they were like, all right, Jimbo's classes are coming up or something like that. Like, they're literally like, I, I it's we're just in a bad situation right now. And, you know, I, I consider Oklahoma State to be very similar in the sense of being an agricultural school and, yeah. and, and you know, people call us little brother, whatever it may be. But it's almost the polar opposite when you take into like success on the field versus like, you know, recruits, whatever stars, how much you're paying your head coach and things like that. And it's, it's almost polar opposites when you look at it, it baffles me like the, the amount of success Oklahoma state has. Yeah. I mean, one of the, my favorite games ever and Justin, you could probably attest to this too, was 2011. Whenever Justin and I were there, we're on the team. And uh, we were ranked seven and eight in the nation, right? I think we were seven and yeah, we were seven. A and M was eight. Yeah, we went to College Station, played against yeah. them. Wildest finish ever. The last play of the game was Justin Blackman taking the snap and running backwards to the back of the end zone and taking the safety so that yeah. he could run the clock. Yeah, out. and and we won the game. So that was uh, that I don't was remember great. what we were we were down like twenty to three at halftime or something yeah. like that. I mean, right. it was close to one of the biggest. Comebacks in school history. Why have y'all not had him on the podcast? So just was that? a matter of time, yeah. Justin Blackman? Yeah, just a matter of time. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, it's like impossible to get in contact with him. He signed my jersey whenever they did the 2011, <laughs> all the team came together. He yep. signed my jersey, and I politely reminded him the time that he tried to steal my girlfriend back in like 2017. Uh, yeah, so he, he was an awesome dude. But I was like, hey, man. It, it, have you ever seen the longest yard and the, the scene where they're on the golf course? He's, he's talking to the uh, Paul crew and he says, man, I'm pretty sure you slept with my wife. And he's like, sorry about that. And he's like, no, I mean, if she's good enough for an NFL quarterback, she's good enough for me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I don't even know what to say to that. I know, I know y'all try to be professional on here, but I feel like um, y'all brought OK State props on. He's a great dude, though. I love Justin Blackman. It's, it's, you know, I, I was over and I, I went to yes. a Jacksonville Jaguars game this last year, and they they loved him, man. Like I, yeah, I, I felt, you know, anywhere you go, you know, it, it, it's Justin Blackman. I mean, he's in my opinion the greatest college receiver of all time. But he, yeah, and and everyone has stories about him. Preaching to the choir. Yeah. So two things I want to say before we talk about Oklahoma State football. Yeah, sorry. Since you brought up Justin Blackman. So one of my good friends, is, uh, his name is Andre Branch. He played defensive end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And to, yeah. the, to this day, he will tell you he is so mad at Blackman. And the reason why is because he truly believes that, you know, if he would have just stayed in the league, he hands down would have been the best player, not the best receiver, the best player in the NFL. He says that to this day. Because he yeah. watched them at practice, and he remembers, you know, being suspended for the first four games. He came back, still led all rookies in receiving yards. You know, his first two games in the NFL were 200-yard games, just out yeah. there just completely killing it. So that's number one. But secondly, um, I remember whenever, you know, OG – so Brandon read the – he ran the account. And I yes. felt like he did a really good job of walking that, that, that narrow line of, like, taking it too far but not really taking it too far. It yeah. was, like, right on the edge. And then at one point, I didn't. I never knew. I don't. I don't know who Will is. I never knew whenever Will took it over or anything mm -hmm. like that. But I remember at one point thinking to myself, "Yo, this Twitter account is getting a little out of control. <laughs> like yeah. it's gotten a out of the deep end." Yeah. So yeah. So that, whenever yes. it got suspended, I wasn't even that surprised. You know, I was just. Uh, I remember at one point, I think Justin and I even talked about it once. We were like, "Yo, what's up with uh, what's up with props? Like this is getting a little." Yeah, out. it's probably Will. It's probably the reason they got banned, man. Um, Will went a little crazy with it. And, and uh, you know, he, used to, he was the sole founder of the Barstool account. So he, he had some good experience. But, man, some of the stuff that he posts was, was pretty wild. Like, was I, wild. I was, yeah, it was like, it, it, like almost like probs after dark or something. It was like, <laughs> I was, like I, and I was friends with him, too. Like, I met him at Oklahoma State. His birthday is actually August 13th. Um, shout out to wow. Will Fight. Yeah, his name's Will yeah. Fight. I was like, dude, what a name. And so, uh, yeah, he, he like kills it on social media. Um, we've been thinking about launching something new because he wants to get back into doing Oklahoma State stuff. But, and yeah, definitely tone it down a little bit. I'm like, what are we going so crazy for? That's, yeah, that's incredible. I, I mean, I, I will say that there, he, he did such a great job of stirring up other fan bases. Yeah. And, uh, it, like, <laughs> yeah, they, they taught me that. Created. Yeah. Rivalries were created because of that Twitter account. 
Uh, yeah. And I'm always the first account they run to, by the way. And and on top of that, I, you know, I kind of like started blocking people maybe like six months ago. Cause it was like the same seven people that were just underneath my stuff. And I was like, boring. Well, Elon Musk, I don't know if y'all read this. Uh, he tweeted it that he's going to remove the block button. Um, yep, and man, the floodgates that are going to come down for this account are going to be ready. insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Twitter, but like, Jesus, man, it's like every single thing I posted, I was like, Hey, good morning, everyone. And they'd be like, I still remember that screenshot from, you know, back into, I'm like, dude, oh my gosh, like, I wasn't running the account then. Drink some coffee first, man. What we yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, 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 it's been, it's been a blast. You said you want to talk about Oklahoma state football. <laughs> Yeah, Meg, I know you had some some notes of some things that we wanted to because <laughs> I'll keep going. So I gotta <laughs> I mean we can we can talk props pass, we can talk that, but I feel I feel like we need to give the people some Oklahoma State football. The time this airs, we will be nine days away from Cowboy fo- football kickoff. Let's go. So oh, by the way, since you're wearing the jersey too, Keaton, just so you know, Saturday, September 16th. We're all showing up to Stillwater wearing the baseball jersey, the orange baseball jersey that you currently have on. So that's the move, FYI. My younger brother's 21st birthday, and he attends Arkansas. Ah. Woo pig. Well, the least you can do is just tweet about it so that everybody else knows. Wear your baseball jersey. I love posting, (laughs) uh, reposting and and promoting stuff, man. I'm I'm all about it. As long as it's pro-Oklahoma State, you know, I'm, I'm down to keep it out there, you know. Love it. So, younger brother at Arkansas, man, following yeah, uh, younger Gundy, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I was just messaging him about that. He actually lives uh, in the DFW area. Um, he's a great guy. I asked him to come on the podcast. His dad told me no. Um, he's told uh-huh. me no a couple times now. I'm like, what are you hiding, Gundy? Which, by the way, I'm the biggest <laughs> Gundy fan out there. But I'm like, why would you not want to come? Differ. You and yeah, South will uh, fight over that. Beg, beg to differ. Yeah. Yeah, we'll hug it out over. Did I tweet something? No, no, but Justin Southwell's huge Gundy stand. So you guys. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, who the beer one is. Yeah, that's fine. I yeah, and I think everyone can have their differing opinions. Personally, I you know, and the only argument that I really have is yeah, of course it's it's up and down, but I don't think there's another coach in the country that can win as many games as Gundy can with the a lower budget and without any of the recruits. So that I mean, that's the reason I like him. And he, he's my mom's background on her phone. Like, she's in love with Gundy. So, what do I say to not love him? <laughs> That's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. That's he, he sent a video. He, I went to an autograph sign. Paddle signed. But um, uh, he, he did a video for my mom. And he was like, Will her husband get mad at me? I was like, No. And he was like, Oh, all right. And like, gave her a shout out. So, I was like, All right. Well, I guess I'm a Gundy fan. <laughs> Till, till I low key else. funny, man. He's he's pretty funny. Low key, dude. He's, he's he's hysterical. It's like yeah. everything that comes out of his mouth is like it's, it's <laughs> pretty it, good. Yeah. So mm-hmm. even whenever I was in Florida, he yeah, he was not that funny. Whenever we were there, like Justin, I don't remember him being that funny with the media, like ever. And I think as time goes on, he's just gotten more relaxed, and mm-hmm. you know, just more random things will come out of his mouth. I think like he just. He feels more comfortable saying what he truly feels and, and cracking. Maybe more. not like media, but in passing and stuff. In it, passing, yes. Always, I'm talking about media. Always funny. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I've heard I've lost. heard different things from different players and whatnot. I mean, obviously, I stay connected. I, I was really close to a lot of the guys, um, and and you know, they they all have differing opinions, and that, and that makes sense. You know, no one's going to have the same opinion through and through. It's not like we have Nick Saban as our head coach, but man, he's he's a blast to watch on TV. I mean, I, I just posted a video the other day of. Uh, uh, Justin Bieber having the I'm a man I'm 40 as his ringtone um, but yeah I mean uh, I feel like he wins a decent amount it'd be awesome to win a national championship I mean I, I don't like to settle personally but who am I classic moment uh, mm-hmm. for, for, for everybody listening who may not remember that so he Justin Bieber had that as his ringtone and then like the next day here's Gundy doing a press conference and he had baby by Justin Bieber playing as his ringtone in the middle he, of he says that's hysterical, dude. It's a like great that's pro job. That's ten out of ten, and like you, you literally just can't beat it. And whenever I was living in Florida, wearing all my orange, I'd run into people, and they'd be like, "Oh, I'm a man. I'm 40." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, not Barry Sanders." Like you were going to talk about hey, one of one of the most iconic things to ever happen for Oklahoma State football. 
Yeah, yeah, he's 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 pretty he's pretty freaking awesome, man. I feel like he kind of led that mullet comeback. You think Gundy's awesome? We've established that you are a big Gundy fan. Which position group or player are you most excited to watch this season, or that you're a big fan of? Um, to be honest, it, it I feel like I just have a connection to so many of these guys. But you know, I I really really like Alan Bowman. Um, I, I liked him a lot when he was at Texas Tech. Uh, I, you know, my girlfriend likes him. He's a redhead. Um, he agreed to come on my podcast. So I'm a little biased. Uh, obviously, you know, people like watching offense a lot more. They like watching the ball go through the air and things like that. Uh, I, I have a really great connection with Brennan Presley. And, uh, man, I, anything he does, he's, he's one of the greatest human beings I've ever met. Yeah. Um, but if we're just talking about, like, pure dominance, man, I just love Kendall Daniels and watching that defensive side of the ball with Colin Oliver. I mean, yeah. Colin, Colin Oliver gets me like, I think it's just like a testosterone thing. I don't know. <laughs> but whenever he plays football, it's like, I just like, I like, I feel like I'm like playing too. Like he's like shoving dudes over like his, his, he's going to college to go and like after the quarterback, dude, that's insane. Like, I just yeah. love watching him play. So I, I would definitely say Colin Oliver. I'm, I'm more than hyped about, but man, all, all the team, you know, Ollie Gordon, even man, I've, I've been following Ollie Gordon for a while. I love watching him play football. And in Trinity High School, that's right. I mean, they, they put out stud. They had a Gatorade commercial for high schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, they, they, if they're coming from Trinity High School, I want them at my school. I'm okay yeah, they're they're insane. They're a Gatorade commercial. Yeah, so I, there's a lot of players I'm really uh, excited for. I really like Nardo. Um, I think it, it's so crazy to watch how like we lose Jim Knowles and then we bring in. Uh, Derek, Derek leaves, and now we got Nardo, and it's like we got these these you know defensive stars and and Kendall Daniels and um, Colin Oliver's, but they they're going to be on their third coach now, and and I'm equally yeah. as hyped for him, you know. I, I, and I don't think anyone's really going to think of regress looking forward with all these different changes. No, that's a great point, man. I think I've said it on numerous episodes. I'm just really really curious to see how Colin Oliver is going to get utilized. Um, his freshman year compared to last year, I think, are just not in. Like, you really can't even compare the two seasons just it's because exactly. of how he was used. So, you know, now with Nardog coming in, it's going to be interesting to see how they, uh, you know, are, are they going to let him just sick sick, sick him, right? Just go after the yeah. quarterback. Or is he going to be asked to play in space some more? You know, what, what's the, you know, the usage rate going to be there? So that's, uh, that's one thing that I'm looking forward to. And, of course, I'm a DB, man. So you already know that Kendall Daniels is a guy that – I love yeah, he's awesome, between man. Kendall Daniels and how, you know, potentially they're going to use Ladarius Webb Jr. Uh, I'm hyped about that. Really hyped about that. Yeah, they it's it'll be I, the DBs that have come through Oklahoma State are just awesome. I mean, like, like, while I was there, dude, Trey Sterling, Colby Harvell Peel, uh, Christian Holmes, dude, Christian Holmes rocked a crop top. And I don't think he has one percent of body fat. Talking about that the other day. Yes. I'm, I'm obs- <laughs> like I, I saw that and I was like, that dude is really good at football. Because if I wore a crop top, it would not look like that. That dude's ripped. Justin is shaking his head. Dude, he's awesome. Oh, you don't like crop tops? No, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to the sport. No. Yeah. No, don't I gotta give hand, props to hand him. Hand the damn like- ball to the ref. And well, when yeah, we I mean, score touchdowns, the yeah. student section, the band right. shouldn't play. They should be removed. No, no. fireworks. What are we doing? We were, I'm cracking up because we were in our group <laughs> chat the other day. I probably sent six pictures of Christian Holmes just wearing crop tops Dude. and all the different ways that he, he accessorizes his uniforms. And I don't think he gets enough recognition for how he was able to dress up a uniform. Like he did a really great job accessorizing. He was a stone cold killer and he came from Mizzou. Yeah, like, man, he was a dog. He was a dog. And I hope that he gets to see the field a lot more for the commanders. So, and you know, I understand to an extent that, you know, the SEC, they, they play better defense and things like that. But I feel like if you're a DB and you go to the Big 12, like that's, I mean, isn't that where all the points are scored according to everyone on Twitter? So it's like, you know, yeah. if you go to the – and he, he was locking players down. I was like, man, this this dude – I was a fan. I tried to get him on the podcast multiple times. So if you see this, Christian, you know, you're still welcome. No, that's a great point. Like, if you're a DB out there and you really want to prove somebody, go to the Big 12 and lock down some of these air raid offenses. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 
Same yeah, way. when you have like zero percent body fat rocking a crop top, I mean, look, man, it's, it's, it's a good look. I just went I, back and looked, and Eve was like hardcore fangirling over Christian Holmes, just pick after pick. And I'm like, why do you have these? He's like, I'm on Google, man. I'm like, are you on Google or are you on his Instagram? Just like screenshotting. Yeah, they're, your, your lady's going to go through your phone thinking you're cheating, man. And then they're going to see a bunch of photos of Christian Holmes half naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christian Holmes half naked in my phone, man. Dude, whatever. He's a rocking fool, dude, man. And, and, and he, you know, I obviously I went out a lot, if you can't tell. Never saw him out once. He was always on his P's and Q's. Okay. You know, he was there for business. Uh, obviously, uh, is he still in the Commanders? Yeah, still there. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, because, I mean, he, I, I loved watching him play football, and I, and I was rooting for him to go to the league. And I, not that I was placing bets on or anything, but, uh, you know, I was, I was talking to my buddies, and I was like, this, this kid's going to get drafted. It's going to be late, but he's going to get drafted. Man, he, he looks awesome. Yeah, man. One other thing I wanted to point out, too, like a couple of the guys we didn't bring up because they transferred. I mean, it's unfortunate, but Tanner McAllister, Jerry Bernard, Converse, those guys went on to be yeah. great DBs for Ohio State, LSU. And I feel like a lot of fans were kind of slighted by them leaving. They're like, well, you're just going to go ride the bench or whatever. And no, like they're that good at Ooh. Oklahoma State. And then they went on, and now you're seeing them in the league and stuff like that, too. So, yeah, man, like I, was, I just got to keep it going yeah. with the OK State uh, DBs. Like that, that's one person that's probably not getting enough recognition. He should get more love is, you know, Coach Coach Duffy and what he's able to do in that in the back end of that defense. Uh, and he's been there for, for a while now. You know, even with the change in defensive coordinators, he's been somebody that's remained consistent. So you see that and you see the DBs that we're putting out into the league and the DBs that are, uh, you know, first team, all big 12, second team, all big 12. The ones that Keaton just named off, you know, Kobe Harvard, Pill, Trey Sterling, like those guys. Uh, or people that were under his his coaching, so he needs to get a lot more recognition for what he does so, with uh, with D. Watch out for Corey Black coming up. It sounds like we got another young star on the rise. Hope so. Corey Black's a badass. Yeah, and then we got the kid from Byron Nelson, which I was really excited for getting him. Yeah, uh, Kabanga. I don't know how you say it, but uh, yeah, Kabanga. He went. That was Timber Creek's rival. We opened the same year, and uh, yeah, Eric Esnatama's younger brother, who went to my high school went to Oklahoma, but then we went and got Kabanga and I, we didn't beat Byron Nelson once whenever I was in high school. Like, I think the records are very skewed, but I was like, Oh, perfect. We got the Byron Nelson kids. So we're, we're fine. We don't need to worry about that anymore. You love it. You love it. Um, So I I will say, man, whenever you do go back to Stillwater um, and, and you're there for a game, man, what, what what are the best tailgate spots to actually hit up whenever uh, you know when it's a game day? Man, um, I was actually I was really grateful. Uh, the first day that I moved uh, to Oklahoma State, the girl who had an apartment next to me, I ran into her in the hallway. She told me she had a, she was throwing like a party, um, a prime place. I was like right across the street from Eskimo Joe's, um, and I I didn't have a whole lot of knowledge on the town or anything like that, like. I was just excited to go to Oklahoma State. And anyways, her her dad was one of the founding members of Calf Fry. And oh, wow. yes. Yeah, yeah. So his uh his name, oh my gosh. Uh it's Emma and then God, I always say Emma's dad. Um <laughs> but yeah, Mike Alexander. So uh yeah, so he he kind of showed me the roots, but he always had his uh, tailgate, which was really cool. And right next to Moral Hall, where they do the uh the the band and everything like that yeah, yeah they it's it's really cool because they uh have a lot of really cool tailgates well while I was broken in college especially after I got fired from my job uh with no plan afterwards uh just to have Tyree Kill on my podcast the next week um <laughs> I would go and hit up those tailgates and walk through and man it's just the kindest people you could ever meet um but I mean all all the way across the board I don't know I've been to so many tailgates that it's like I, I guess there's not a specific spot and I definitely never tailgated myself um, just because I broke it in college. Um, but this, this year I'm definitely going to tailgate. Uh, I, I have a couple games I got to make before the Kansas game. And I have two sets of season tickets that are separate from each other. Somehow that <laughs> became a thing. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know either. So, um, so yeah, if anyone wants any tickets, definitely hit me up, but I'll definitely be tailgating. If not, I'll be stopping by other people's tailgates. I wish folks for the purpose would throw like a big one. For anyone who's donated like five dollars or more or something like that, just to kind of uh, kick something off like that, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, there's no specific area, you know. I, I I love going to Coney Island, that's for sure. 
I mean, that that place is freaking awesome. You know, I, I don't know if y'all been there since they renovated it and everything, but man, it's, uh, Gary and Claudia Humphreys bought it. The ones who donated the video board. Yeah. yeah. Dude, they have like the old turf field in the back and like oh, wow. fire pits mm-hmm. and like a rooftop. It's like, it's insane. Sheesh. I need to get up yeah. there. Yeah, it was, no, it's awesome. It's 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 one of the, the best blocks to go. And, and Stillwater needed something like that. You know, I felt like a lot of the bars were kind of cramped, not game day bars. That it's made more for like nightlife and things like that. And you know, Coney really opened the doors, uh, having um, uh, like this outdoor area where you know you can bring your kids and things like that, and not have to worry about them running in the street. No, that's really cool. Here here in the Dallas area, man, there are a couple bars um, on game days that are devoted to Oklahoma State. I forget the name of one. There's one off of McKinney Ave off of uh, Uptown Dallas okay. uh, where they typically have Oklahoma State games. And then there's Hero uh, up in the Victory Park area. Hero okay. will typically they, – they typically always show either Texas Tech or Oklahoma State playing there okay. on Saturday. So, uh, you know, that, well, that's – They're cool. like the same thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. Come on. I'm joking. I'm joking. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. This is how rivalries get started. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the Dust Bowl. I mean, all the, all the different copies they do of us between this. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous how many things that we share. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've gotten it down to Texas Tech fans to where I, I'm, they, they think that we copied them in so many different ways that I got one Texas Tech fan, or not just one, but a couple, to say, well, y'all have a horse on the field. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> how far are we going to take this? And how far are we going to go? Because the horse is on the field. And are you mad at FSU too or Virginia or, you know, the list can go on. Hilarious. So, yeah, I, I'm excited for game days. That's for sure. You'll be up here in two weeks, September 2nd? No. Um, so, like, I should be, but no. My girlfriend, her birthday is that weekend. So I'm going down to Bro, the field. Your, I know. your, your girlfriend wow. and your wow. brother are keeping you away from Oklahoma State. I know, State. and it's and literally gotta... two different. And the, okay, this is where I kind of like got a little because FSU plays on a Sunday. So I was like, well, you just skip work and come up to Stillwater. Um, but I am excited to go to a game at Kyle Field, largest capacity in the SEC. Um, that'll be fun. And I don't wear other colors. I don't forfeit for anyone. I only wear orange anywhere I go. Um, but yeah, I went to the cheese it bowl this last year, OU versus FSU in Orlando. And I was wearing all Oklahoma state stuff, which is awesome. Um, and like ev- every FSU fan was like, high five me. I was like, yeah, rooting <laughs> against them, baby. I was like, hate them too. I'm on y'all's side, but, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go from the Kansas game and on I'll be making every single game. So I'll be able to take my girlfriend who I like I've never even been to Oklahoma, never been to Texas. Um, she'll get to go see homecoming and the last Bethlehem this year. So we're really excited. Well, I think uh, BPS could actually stand for Birthday Party Stadium if you wanted to join. That's pretty awesome. I'm going to use that. Bring them yeah, in. That's that, awesome. There's your excuse. Also, though, I love that you're able to wear orange to OU games because it seems like almost every home game, I see at least one person with Dude, an OU hat, an OU shirt in Boone Pickens Stadium, and it takes everything within my power not to punch them in the face, um, but I, I just turn and I, I go the other way. Uh, so I'm so glad that we have an orange ambassador who's able to go and wear the orange to balance it out. Everywhere. Yeah, I, I like everywhere, like everything I own. Like I, I just ordered my class ring the other day because I got a nine to five job and can afford one now. Um, but like every everything. And my girlfriend was like, oh, so if you get the ring, is it so like you don't have to wear orange all the time? I was like, no. That's not how it works. <laughs> like, no, not yeah. at all. So, so they know where the ring's from, you know, like <laughs> – in case they couldn't tell from the rest of the attire. Yeah, if they, yeah, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, I mean, I, I love it, you know. And I I got to take her to a TPC Sawgrass, and uh, Victor Hovland and Ricky Fowler teed off back-to-back. And I was like, there's the Sunday orange pants he's wearing, which I actually got orange pants tailored for the 2020 season, which I still have them. But they're like o- Oklahoma State logo, and they're like, they look like dress pants. Yeah, I used to wear them in the NASCAR office when Oklahoma State would play. So a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm not just glad you know. I'm, I'm just glad you know. 
Look, the person that's running the OK State Probs account is a diehard Oklahoma State fan, and that warms my heart right there. That makes me really, really happy. So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I don't like the whole like halfway thing, and I feel like I have equal opportunity amongst anyone. Whether I go, my dad was no U fan, or oh well, you know, I did this, or you know, some weird connection. I'm like, you know, my stepdad's in the Hall of Fame for TCU. Like my his dad's in the Hall of Fame for Baylor. My my grandmother uh, was a baton twirler at Baylor. My I, I, the list could go on and on about schools that I could root for. And, and I, I didn't want to go attend a school and say, oh, well, I, I still root for Oklahoma State or whatever. Um, and I, I, mean, I, I wanted to go there. Yeah, be, be in the culture. Hey, man. So, hey, with that last question that I have, man, prediction, yeah, for, prediction for the record. Okay, 2023 season is about to kick off. How many wins are the Oklahoma State Cowboys going to have? Um. So my thing is – it, it's such a cakewalk season. And I've been repeating this over and over. But, like, all right, okay, we got Bedlam. But then what else? You know, we got Kansas State. Okay, yeah, they watched us last year. Which, by the way, first game I ever watched with my girlfriend, Oklahoma State. I was like, I'm never watching a game with you ever again. She was like, are, she was like, are y'all good? And I was like, hell yeah, we're good. Finish the season six, uh, one and six. 48 to nothing. I was like, I'm never. I was like, I, I told her this year. I was like, if I watch one game with you. And we lose. I promise you, you will never go to a game with me. I was like, well, we won't be in the same room. Um, but fair. When it comes to, I mean, I could see definitely two losses on there. You know, maybe we go to UCF and fumble it. And I'm not even saying UCF's like a good team. All I'm saying is like, you know, the different scenarios and things like that, like traveling to UCF or, or it's it's going to be something weird like that. We're not going to lose to Kansas. We're not going to. I almost root against us never play Iowa State because it's guaranteed that we're going to go to the conference championship game. But I mean, outside of, you know, Bedlam, that, that I mean, and you can just never write it off. But, like, I could see us, like, maybe losing to BYU. But, like, outside of that, I mean, we play all four of the new teams. It looks like Mike Gundy wrote this schedule himself. It does. <laughs> like, it it's, does. It's, it's ridiculous. We, we even get, like, Kansas at home. We get we, – okay, we have to go to West Virginia, which, by the way, if you haven't been to West Virginia for a game, awesome. Oh, I went – it was awesome, man. Some of the best. You, you know, it's a felony to burn a couch in West Virginia to light a couch mm-hmm. on fire. They used to do it as a tradition after every single game they won. <laughs> and then they kept winning. So they were like, oh, it's a ticket offense. You can go to jail. And everyone just kept doing it. So then they had to make it a like, you can't vote if you light a couch on fire. Oh, wow. When that go into effect? When is know. that? A reason because I remember them burning couches within the last like That's 10 years. Yeah. That was a whole oh, thing. I think this is like as of the last three or four years. Don't quote me because now I'm starting to think I haven't done enough research on this, but every single fan told me that because I asked, you have to fly into Pittsburgh and drive to West Virginia. And I, I it's literally like every like 10 miles because they don't have corners there. It's a <laughs> furniture store, everything must go. And so I was like, what, what is that all about? And everyone was like, yeah, it's because you can't vote if you light a couch on fire in the state of West Virginia, which is awesome. It's all right. awesome. Oh, read yeah, the article. And, and their fans are awesome. My, my point being is like, you know, maybe, maybe it'd be like a scenario like that. But I, I look at every single game, and as long as Alan Bowman's healthy, I mean, I, it, the sky's the limit. It, it just I'm, – maybe I'm too biased. I don't know. But when the schedule came out, I was – I love it. Ten I can see two. Two, two losses. Yeah. I mean, God bless it. South Alabama looks like the hardest game on our schedule, to be honest. <laughs> South Alabama's a good squad. I'm not saying like, oh, everyone's underrating. I'm just saying like South Alabama's a good squad. Don't don't be downplaying them. But outside of that, it's like what central Arkansas? South Alabama got more votes than we did for the top 25. So um, they're they're the sneaky school. Never sleep on South Alabama. But I mean I've never heard anybody say that. Arizona, yeah, the state out in the desert. Dude, who cares? They have a a freshman quarterback that got his driver's (laughs) license two years ago and a coach that got fired for tipping off other teams. He's terrible. They're not I'm not saying I'm not saying we're gonna lose that game by any means. I'm just saying don't go in there thinking you're going to win 48 to nothing. I agree. Like I, Fine, I think 47 we, to nothing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I we can handle them for sure. But I also think there's an added layer now with 
Arizona State joining the Pac-12 or the Big 12 this year from the Pac-12 or next year, sorry, joining in 2024. It's like kind of this added, well, here's, you know, we've played you last year, playing you this year, and we're going to be playing you for the foreseeable future. So it's like a sneak preview of what's to come, which I think puts a little bit more weight on that game. I'm not saying... I'm not saying that they are going to be tough competition. I'm just saying don't go in there thinking it's a cakewalk. And that's how I feel honestly about every single team on the schedule, because look at Kansas last year, Kansas for the last, I don't even know how many years, 10 years was like, ah, Kansas put the W already there before you play. They were, I mean, Kansas was on the up last year. They made their bowl game for the first time. in I forget how long, but again, you go in with that attitude that you're going to walk over everybody and it doesn't always work out that way. So go in ready to play every game and make a statement. Because especially with our strength of schedule, you need statement wins True. to be talked about Dude, for the college terrible. football playoffs. That's the only bad part about this schedule. It's like, unless we beat OU, I mean, what are, what are any of these other games? But if you're beating all these other teams by two, three, four touchdowns, mm-hmm. those are statement wins. You mm-hmm. can't have a season like TCU where you're winning one possession games and you're going to make the top four in the CFP. Yeah, and you know what? Statement wins. Every year, that's typically the argument that they do make for at least one team. It's like, well, they had a weak schedule, but you can only play the people on your schedule. So, you know, yeah. as long as you are undefeated at the end of the year or, you know, one loss at the end of the year, then you make a compelling case. He pokes yeah. by happy every week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more than excited, and you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, with with the schedule coming up, like I said, every game's winnable. That, yeah, I mean, I looked at flights to Arizona uh, to go to Arizona State. It was seventy five bucks, by the way, um, <laughs> but my schedule's way too uh, chalked up for me to take that offer. But yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited. I'm excited for all the new schools that are being added. You know, I'm really hoping we go and snag FSU in Miami just to get more credible wins on our schedule. Yeah. And, you know, kind of, what, three schools in Florida, four in Texas for recruiting? I mean, that's... Oh, bro, you've been listening to the pod. I've been saying this for <laughs> a couple different times, bro. I'm like, we got to get FSU or Miami over here. Yeah. I, I mean, that makes my... And my girlfriend went there, so, like, that'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I think, this, like I said, the sky's the limit. Kansas did, yeah. They made the bowl game because of us. That was, yeah, because I, I watched that game with my girlfriend too, going to the Turnpike game or the Turnpike game, the Turnpike Troubadours in Jacksonville. I took her to that, and then we watched that, and I was like, "This is yeah." Terrible. You just can't have your girlfriend watch any more games, please. Yeah, that's you know, I'm kind of glad you said that because man, she, I, I was trying to figure out what was wrong with her um, over like this last like year, and I think that might be the kicker. And let me tell you something that that will do it. Like I, I will leave someone for that reason. Everything else can be perfect. <laughs> Bro, my man is a die hard. I love it. Well, I mean, what are we... I was going to say just thank you so much for joining us tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and I know I was rambling and everything. Yeah, it's I good really knowing you. Y'all. It sounds like we're not going to talk very much longer if your girlfriend <laughs> hears this. So, Dude, right? No, I swear. I promise you. Y'all, y'all can blow me up on social media. I don't care. Clip it however you need to. But I'll break up with my girlfriend if we start losing. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I'll block her on everything. I promise you, everyone will know that she's blocked. Like, yeah, she lives in College Station too. So that's not like I'm going to see her. I'm just, by the way, I love her. I love my girlfriend. If if that's that part makes it in the clip too, she's awesome. Yeah, her name's Ryan. She's a great girl, redhead. You know, smartest woman I've ever met. Everything's perfect about her. But man, if we one in six, like <laughs> yeah, that that love part's not making the clip. Sorry. Uh, yeah, sports sure, yeah. Man, sports will make you do crazy <laughs> things. It's great. Yeah, women in sports. That's that's what makes men crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Praise. My mother's a marriage counselor. Before we all get off. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we made it. No more Saturdays without college football this year. No. This is the last weekend without. Well, except for the bye week, but. Before we get Cowboy football back, we did it, guys. We're at the finish line. Next week, Justin's uniform predictions are back. Get your spreadsheet ready, Southwell. Picks with Bix is back. My four-legged fur baby making his picks. We'll see if he's learned anything from his awful picks last season. But he's cute, so who cares? He is cute. Yeah. Keaton, thank you again so much for being here. Everyone, follow OK State Probs on Twitter. Check out the Probs cast 
Are you on Spotify, all the places, everywhere? Yeah, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram. If there's a way to get paid on it, I'm probably on there. So just give me a follow. It's either at the Probscast or at OKSTPROBS. Yeah. Follow Keaton. Of course, thank you for listening to the Believe in OK State podcast presented by Bet Online. Once again, I'm Meg, joined by Justin Eve and our special guest this week, Keaton. Can't wait to see you all next week, a couple of days before Cowboys kick off. But for now, go Pokes. Go Pokes. Go Pokes. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.